Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. My Lord, it feels so good to be in the house. Next week, you guys don't want to miss. Amen. Invite, 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 invite. Uh, invite somebody, amen, to the house of God, amen. Uh, we're gonna, we have new flyers coming in, and so as soon as we get those out, they'll be out there. But invite somebody for this coming weekend. Ladies, amen, you don't want to miss out, amen. You guys are going to have a great, great time uh, with Pastor Rosie, amen, and, and, then, uh, and then Pastor Hector on Sunday, next, next Sunday, amen. We're going to be blessed. It's going to be a powerhouse weekend, amen. And so don't miss out. Be part of that, amen. In a, but invite somebody, bring somebody. Tell your neighbor, bring somebody. Come on, come on, bring somebody. At least invite somebody, amen. Invite somebody throughout the week at your workplace, wherever, amen, but bring somebody here. I want to start off by, by saying my wife and I just want to say thank you to PCLV for, the, for honoring us uh, last weekend for pastor appreciation, amen, blessing us with love. Amen. Words, cards, gifts, and so much chocolate. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, my Lord. Amen. I had to sell it on eBay. Hallelujah. Now no, 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 I'm just playing. I'm eating them. Amen. And so I already ate one bag, and my wife is pretty mad because I didn't give her one of those. Amen. And so, uh, but we still have chocolates to go. Amen. And so thank you so much. I love chocolate, but not that much chocolate, but, but I'm going to spread it out. I'm going to spread it out, amen, and so thank you so much, amen. I want to thank our, our pastoral team, amen, the servanthood for my new office chair, hallelujah. I still need to put it together, amen, and so I, I got to see where I'm going to keep it at home or my office right here, and so, but I, I, I was blessed by that, and so thank you so much, amen, and so I want to thank you all. Everyone, every single person in this place, amen. This past week, I, I was just reflecting at our church throughout the years, amen. And we've been in existence for going over 21 years, amen. And, and we've been through seasons. Can somebody say amen? Come on. And some of you guys have been through those seasons from the beginning. Some of you have gone through some seasons. And, and uh, some of you guys are still here. And there's other seasons that other people have, are gone, amen. But we've gone through some seasons, and, but we're still here, amen. And so uh, we are so thankful uh, for God's amazing grace, amen, and his mercy over the years, amen. And so I, I just want to thank the Lord for, for, for just protecting us, covering us, and protecting myself and my wife, amen. And, and this church throughout the seasons, amen, that the enemies try to bring division and try to break it up, amen. But God is so faithful. Can somebody say amen? He is so faithful, amen. And so, and we are so thankful uh, for our church. I am proud to say this is our church. I'm proud to post about you and boast about you. Not only do I post, but I boast. Hallelujah. And, and you guys rock, amen. And, 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 and let me tell you, I, you guys are awesome. And so I thank each and every one of you for being part of this. So, so I'll give yourself a hand clap, amen. Hallelujah for you. Come on, hallelujah. 
much. Somebody say, thank me. Thank me. Thank me. Hallelujah. So thank yourself. Amen. And so I really do appreciate your, your faithfulness here at, at PCLV. We are so thankful. We are blessed. Can somebody say, I'm blessed? No, say, I'm blessed. Got to do it with a little attitude. When you say you're blessed, I'm blessed. You got sometimes you got to turn that little head. Go, I'm blessed. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. You're, we're blessed. Amen. You got to know that. You got to know that you're blessed. Come on. If you if you know you're blessed, you walk different. You you talk different when you're blessed. Hallelujah. You you smile different. Come on, somebody. Because we're blessed. We are a blessed people. We are a blessed people, but we, my wife and I, are so thankful for now a pastoral team that is in place. I want to thank our servanthood, hallelujah, come on, our leadership of this house. I want to thank our worship and media team, come on, somebody. I want to thank our one kids ministry, come on. I want to thank our ushers and usherettes, come on. I want to thank our cafe team. Come on, I want to thank the Armory class, hallelujah, the Emotionally Healthy Discipleship, Deborah's Warriors, come on, Go Men, come on, Surrender Women of Faith, come on, Iron Sharpeners, Life Connect Groups that flow in this house, you, say I, you guys rock, you rock, say I rock, go I rock. Come on, you gotta have an attitude. I thank you all for every ministry that flows in this house. For those that just pick up paper along the way, pick up trash, you take pride in this church. Amen. I I thank you for just being part of this. And of course, of course, of course, of all, I want to thank my beautiful wife, my bride, my rib, my rib eye. <laughs> She's a rib eye to me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. That rib caught my eye. Hallelujah. And so I love ribeye. And so I thank my beautiful wife, amen, for just being there. And she is my support. She is my everything, amen. And so I thank you, baby, for everything, everything. If I don't say it enough, I want to say it right here. Thank you. And I want the world to know. The world. So thank you so much. As my mom would do, I send you a kiss, amen. I want to thank God, amen. Hallelujah. My mom, I love my mom, amen. Got to talk to her yesterday. And she sends her love, amen. She loves PCLV. Because I'm always praying for PCLV. I say, I know, mom. I know. I know that she's seen right now, amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Today I want to start a two-part series on always remain thankful. Always Remain thankful, amen. Well, of course, Pastor Hector's going to come next week and minister the Word of God, and we'll pick up the second half on that on the on the 20th, amen, two weeks from today. But uh, two-part series and always remain thankful. Let's not be seasonal during our walk with the Lord, amen, but let us always be thankful. We cannot be seasonal. We must always remain thankful. The definition of remain means this, is to continue unchanged, to stay. Other meanings is this, to abide, to continue, endure, hold on, hold up, keep up, last, persist, run on. Tell your neighbor, remain. remain. Oh, come on, tell somebody, remain. remain. Come on, we got to remain. Come on, come on, we got to remain. We got to endure. We got to hold on. We got to keep Keep up, amen. Keep keep going, amen. Keep 
Last, keep running on, church. Come on, it is a run. It's a race. Come on. And the race is not finished till we cross the line. And so we must, say, I must, I must. remain. Come on, you got to remain, church. Matthew chapter 24, 13 says this, but the one who endures, is anyone, anyone here? Anyone here? Come on. But the one who endures, is there a one in this house? Come on. But the one who endures, the one who remains to the end will be what? Will be what? Saved. Saved. That is the whole thing is that we remain saved. It's not how many ministries we have. What we're doing is that we remain saved. Come on. We got salvation is the key, church. It's about getting to heaven. Come on, it's not about boasting about a ministry or doing this or bragamony or whatever you want to do. It's about, you know what, I'm just trying to stay saved. Come on, anybody trying to just stay saved? Come on. That's why the Bible says to work out your salvation in what? In fear and trembling, because we can lose this salvation, church. Come on, I know there's others that believe once saved, always saved, but it's not the true, amen. We must remain we have to endure if we're going to stay saved. Come on, save, save. Somebody say, save, save. Come on, we always must always remain thankful because if we don't, come on, if we don't do that, we, we won't remain. Come on, we'll bail. We'll depart. We'll exit. We'll pack up. We'll move out, amen. And some of us will even walk out on God. Come on, follow me. When we become seasonal Christians, come on, this means that we will only serve God when things are going well. You have no problem serving God when things are flowing. Come on, somebody. When things are good, come on, we'll come to church. Come on, when things are good, then we have no problem serving, no problem giving, no problem encouraging others. But when things are not good, come on, somebody, it's a different story, Right? Come on, if we have to serve, we serve with an attitude. Come on. You've probably seen them as you walked in today. You know? No, I'm just playing. But, but come on, we, there's, that, we, 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 there's something that happens, amen, when, when we become seasonals, when we allow the things of the, of the world or things that are hitting your life to dictate how we walk and how we talk. Come on, somebody. We must always remain thankful no matter what. And continue to root ourselves, church, come on, and grow in our walk with God. Come on, somebody say, root it. Come on, we, we got to stay rooted, church. We got we to remain rooted, amen. That means that we got to continue plugging in. We got to continue digging. We got to continue growing deeper in the Lord, amen, through the roots, amen. We got to continue to do the things that we need to do and grow strong in our walk. Tell your neighbor, hold on. Come on. You may not feel like what, uh, uh, what, you know, what's going on in your life. You may not like what's going on in your life presently. Amen. There are times in my walk, amen, I don't like what's hitting my life. Amen. Come on. Anybody agree with me? Amen. Come on. We sometimes don't like things. I mean, it seems like, man, everything's flowing. All of a sudden, we're getting hit by all sides. Amen. The wind is blowing. And like, man, what's going on? Amen. So sometimes there are things in my life that I don't like what's hitting my life. Amen. But I know who I believe belong to come on somebody you got to know who you belong to in those seasons church remember we must focus on what is not seen but what is fo what is unseen 
Come on, we can't focus on the problem. We can't focus on the situations all the time, church. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen, the problems and the things that you're going through, is only temporary. But the unseen, church, is eternal. You've got to focus on the eternal. Come on, don't focus on that storm. Come on, God will get you through that storm. Don't, don't focus on your, on the lack of. God will provide for you. Come on, somebody. Don't focus on your sickness. God can heal you. Come on, don't focus on your struggles. God can deliver you. Come on, you gotta focus on the unseen. Come on, you may not see yourself healed. You may not see yourself set free, but you gotta focus on the eternal. Can somebody say amen? See, church, our ultimate hope is when we are experiencing hard times, when we're facing troubles and illnesses and persecution and pain. Come on, come on, it's realizing that, you know what, this life is not all there is. Come on, there is life after death. Come on, somebody. Come on, that is our blessed hope, amen. That's what we hold on, church. Come on, we are going to live with God forever. Come on, this is not it. Tell your neighbor, that's not it. Come on, we think this is it in life. This is all there is to life. But can me tell you, there's an eternal part of life. Come on, you, you this is now that's all that's it. Come on, uh, come on, church. Uh, we're going to a place with God forever, amen, a place of no more sin and no more suffering. Come on, somebody. Who wants to go there? Come on, that's, that's where we're going, amen. Revelations 21.4 says this, and God will wipe Every tear from every eye, there will be no more death, nor sorrow, no crying. There'll be no more pain for the formal things that pass away. Come on, it's talking about heaven right here. Come on, that's the place that you and I are going, amen, if we remain. Come on, thankful, we remain to the end, we'll be saved. And this place is where we are going to, amen, a place that God is going to wipe every tear from your eye. Come on, he's going to heal everything in your body. Come on, a place, amen, of no more death, amen. We have to understand here today what 2 Corinthians 4.18 is saying. Come on, then it can help us live above the pain that we face in this life. If we can understand what is saying right here in 2 Corinthians, then we can, we can go above, we can soar above the problems and trials and storms of this life, church. But we must remain thankful. Somebody say, I remain thankful no matter what. Come on, no matter what, you got to remain thankful. See, a true Christian always looks for the good in every situation, and they remain thankful no matter what. Is it easy? No way. Come on, it's not easy to just stay positive through a storm or positive through a bad report and all these things, but we have to look for the good. If we are true Christians and we love God and we're true disciples of Jesus Christ, then we must look for the good in all things. Amen. Uh, but you know what? I, I realize as I reflect back throughout my walk with God, amen, my God has never failed me. My God has never left me. My God has always been there for me. Amen. So I remain thankful to him. 
He has been faithful in the storm. He's been faithful through the battles. He's been faithful even in my dumb mistakes. Come on, somebody say, yes, that's me. Hallelujah. Come on, he's been faithful. Why am I going to turn my back on faithfulness? No, I'm going to remain thankful. I'm going to remain thankful for his faithfulness to me. Even through our losses that have hit our church these last few years, we must remain thankful. Come on, I know that those that we lost are healed. I know that those that we lost are in a place of no more pain, no more sorrow, no more tears, amen. They are walking in the streets of gold right now, amen. These are the part, amen. They are part of the unseen that 2 Corinthians 4.18 is talking about. Come on, they are living the eternal now. Come on, somebody. Yes, we miss them. But let me tell you, they're, on the, they're in the eternal now. They're, they're in the place that we are trying to get to. Come on, somebody. Come on, they are there in the everlasting. Amen. Second, uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 18 says this. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Never stop praying. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 4 says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Somebody say rejoice. rejoice. Come on. Somebody smile when you say that. Say rejoice. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I was just waiting for that. That's all I wanted. Come on. You can't just say rejoice. Rejoice. See? You got to Rejoice. Come on, we're in a season of joy. We're in a season of thanksgiving. We're in a season, amen, of a Savior that was given to us. Come on, we're in a season of celebration. We're in a season of, of a birth of a, of, a, of a baby in a manger that came to die for our sins, church. Come on, remain thankful, amen, because he came to deliver you and set you free. Come on, somebody. Rejoice. Take, take it out. Rejoice. See? The teeth come out. <laughs> Most of them. <laughs> Hallelujah. It says to rejoice in the Lord. Come on, it says rejoice always. Pray continually. Come on, give thanks in all circumstances. This is God's will for us. Come on. Our joy... Prayers and thankfulness should not change with circumstances that hit our lives or feelings that we go through, church. Obeying these three commands in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 18 of being joyful, never stop praying, being thankful, often goes against our nature because why? We are driven by what we're going through. Right? Come on. Why? Because what takes over? Feelings. Feelings. Nothing more than feelings. Trying to... No, never mind. (laughs) Right? Feelings take over, right? Car accident? Feelings take over. Come on, you're not happy? Rejoice! Yay! Come on. Got fired? Rejoice! Right? 
Come on, it goes against our nature, amen, sometimes, amen, of these things in our lives because we go through feelings, we go through the emotions, amen, we go through the circumstances that you and I are facing. Come on, come on, if we're not happy, amen, we show it. Come on, we already know you have a problem. Why? Because you wear it well. <laughs> you do. Come on, some of you can hide it a little bit, but man, deep down inside, when there's little buns touching there, then it comes out. You comes out, amen. And so we, we wear it well, but let me tell you, we are moved by circumstances. We are moved by the, our feelings through the things that we go through. Obeying these three commands, like I said, amen, of being joyful, of being thankful, of never giving up on prayer, amen. Like I said, it goes against us, amen. But when we make a conscious decision to do what God says, let me say it again. When you start to do and start getting a conscious decision to do what God says, amen, what God is saying in your life, church, and let me tell you, then you got to understand we begin to see people and circumstances in a new perspective. Come on. When you align yourself to these three commandments of, I'm going to stay joyful. I'm going to keep on praying. I'm going to be thankful. No matter what hits my, our lives, or no matter what hits my life, then I start to look at circumstances differently. I look at people differently. When we do God's will, listen, church, we find it easier to be joyful and thankful. We do. Coming to church, amen, I get happy. Does anybody else get happy? Come on, it may have been a struggle getting here, but once you get here, you're like, hey, family. (laughs) Ooh, coffee. (laughs) Come on. It's just thankful seeing each other and being part of the house of God. Can somebody say amen? But we must say, I must. We must pray. Come on, I mean, how many know that we cannot spend all our times on our knees? Come on. Right? We can't. We got things to do. We got we to work. We got we to survive. We got things that we need to do in our houses and things like that. Amen. So we can't spend all day on our knees. But it's possible, listen, church, that we have a prayful attitude all the time. Come on, I'm praying while I'm driving. I'm praying while I'm at work. I'm praying while I'm watering my lawn. Hallelujah. Come on. You can have a prayful attitude throughout the day. Come on. This attitude is based upon acknowledging our dependence on God and realizing that his presence is within us. Come on. That gives us an attitude, church, to obey him fully. With this kind of attitude, come on, we we can find it natural to pray frequently and spontaneously. Come on. So when we are hit by something, we're not going to be moved by feelings. We're not going to be moved by by emotion. We're going to be moved by prayer. I don't know about you. When I get hit, amen, it it hits me, but I, I get back into a prayer mode. Come on, I start to pray for the circumstance. You know, you guys text me, pray for my son, pray for this. I pray right there. So we can pray all the time. We can have a continuous attitude of praying throughout the day, church. Because when your prayer life goes to sleep, your past life wake up. Oh, wait, wake up. Tell your neighbor, wake up. (laughs) Come on, you don't want that. You don't want that past life to wake up. 
Come on. You know what? What keeps that, that old life put asleep? Pray. Keep praying, amen, because once you stop praying, church, that old woman, that old man wakes up. Hallelujah. Come on, Sister Flesh. Come on, we all know her. Wearing her Sister Flesh earrings. Hallelujah. <laughs> now, a prayerful attitude, listen. Now, a prayerful attitude is not a substitute for a regular time of prayer. Well, I can just pray throughout the day. No, no, you got to have a set time of prayer, too. No, this is not a substitute for that, church. But these kind of prayers of having a prayerful attitude throughout the day will help you when you're going through stuff. Come on, I, I can't just, you know, if me and my wife get into an argument before I go to work. I, I can't just stay there and, and just fight all day. I still got to go to work. So I guess what? I have a prayer life throughout the day about the concern, whatever that may be. Whatever we've been arguing about, amen, there, there's, you know, there's a humbleness that comes to me because I'm the man of the house, the priest of the house, that I got to say, you know, I don't, it's not a matter who's right or wrong, amen, I just want to get this right. Got to do the righteous thing. Come on, somebody. And so you, but once you start to talk to God, you realize that this is nothing. This is dumb. Come on. It really is. A lot of stuff is a lot dumb, but we make it real big. Come on, so we got to understand having this prayerful attitude throughout the day helps us to alleviate those problems that we're dealing with. Come on, you got to pray regularly, you got to spend time with God, but those little prayers in between are going to help you get through the day. Come on, church, we must have a prayerful attitude. Come on, have you ever got tired of praying for something or someone? Come on, somebody, everybody just say, yeah. Don't, don't, don't look at him or her right now. Amen. Just, we know, man, I get tired of praying for you, man. <laughs> you know, we were wondering when God is going to move. Amen. All of us, amen, we have got tired for praying for a certain thing, amen, or, or a certain person, amen. But Paul here in 1 Thessalonians 5, 17 says, never stop praying. Come on, don't be moved by your emotion. Don't, don't be moved by your circumstance. Don't be moved by the, the unseen things that you don't see right now. Don't be moved by what you see, church. You got to understand what, what you see, I mean. You can't be moved by what, what's in front of you. You got to look on the internal side and say, God, you're going to do something here. I'm going to continue to pray, man. See, it says, never stop praying. Another translation says, pray continuously. Another says, pray without ceasing. CC means don't quit, don't let up, hang on, be persistent. We have to be persistent in our prayers, amen. Just like that widow, amen, that was persistent uh, with the judge, amen, uh, of having, uh, you know, getting her, getting, getting what she wanted. Remember the story? She was wearing them out. He says, give her what she wants. That's what we need to do. God, come on, give us what we want, what we need in our lives. we got to stay persistent. He will be saved. She will be saved. I will be healed. We will get delivered. We will move on. We will not quit. you got to be persistent in that. You can't just quit as soon as the devil comes and goes, boo. Boo. Oh, I quit. Some of you guys quit over a boo. Church. A Christian's persistence is an expression of faith that God answers prayers. Faith should not die. Come on, because the answer comes slowly. 
Come on, for the delay may be God's way of working out his will. Listen, a delay is not a denial. Come on, come on, God is not saying, all right, he's not hearing your prayers. God's not saying it doesn't, those prayers don't matter to God, amen. Come on, a delay is not a denial. It's a wait. Tell your neighbor, wait. Come on, just wait. Come on, we, we, we're, we're a microwave generation. We want things quick, pop it in, do, 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 do. I pray for this, boom. Three seconds, bam, it's there. Wouldn't that be cool? But I don't know about you, but I like a slow-cooked meal. I, I don't want instant turkey. I'd rather have my wife wake up early in the morning, amen, get it all prepped up and everything else, amen, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, amen, when I start to see her loving it and all this stuff. Yeah, this is for you. Come on, and then, then to see it go into the oven and say, man, is it done yet? Is it done yet? But no, you got to wait. It's going to take some hours, but when it's done and it comes out, come on, it's good. That's how you want God to move. Come on, we don't want a quick, a quick fix. Who wants a quick fix? Come on. Some, some of you guys just, some of you guys are, what's that tape, amen, that everybody uses? Duct tape. You want to duct tape everything. Every problem, I want to duct tape. Give me a piece of duct tape. Come on. We, no duct, don't have duct, 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 whatever you know what I'm talking about. Duct tape prayers. Don't have those kind of prayers just to fix it, amen. Wait till the new one comes in, hallelujah. Order a new one, hallelujah. Get waiting. Wait for God to bring what he's going to bring you, church. Come on. You got to understand, Lord. The delay is not a denial, but he's having something made just for you. You just got to wait for amen, and God will always deliver. Can somebody say amen? Come on. God is always listening. Come on, sometimes you feel he's not. He is listening. Always there. He's going to answer, listen, in a, in a way that he knows best. Can they fix that? Listen, Paul here was not teaching that we should be, thank God for everything that happens to us, but thank him in everything. Come on, evil doesn't come from God. So we shouldn't thank him for it. Come on, somebody. But when evil strikes, we can still be thankful for God's presence. For, for, for the good that will come and accomplish through those rough times that hit our life. Amen. Come on, tough times come. Come on, it's not all praise and glory to God. Amen. But you know what, God, you're present. You're in the situation. I know that you're going to come through. Amen. And so we wait. Church, I know that there are times that you don't feel like rejoicing. You don't feel thankful, joyful. Come on, there are times that we don't even pray, church. Come on, somebody. Listen, I can understand that. But there are, those are the times that we need to. Come on, because God is still good. God is still faithful. So we must remain thankful. Say, so I'm going to remain thankful. Philippians chapter 4, 
5 through 9 says this. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Come on. These are the things that we need to focus on when, when we're going through a storm. These are the things that we need to focus on when things are not hitting your life or, or things are not going right in your life, amen. These are the things that we need to go to, amen, when the storms are coming, amen. Don't, don't focus on the situation. Don't focus on the circumstance. Don't focus on that thing that's going to be only temporary, amen. we got to focus on the eternal things, the unseen things, amen. And we got to turn those things to say, man, God is still worthy of praise, amen. God is still good. God is still going to get us through. So I'm going to focus on what is admirable. I'm going to focus on what is right. I'm going to focus Focus on what is pure and lovely, all these things that, that are excellent in my life, amen. Think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice. And the God of peace will be with you. <clears throat> we got to put into practice, church. I hope that each time we gather and each time you read your word and each time God speaks to you or as you read the word of God or in your prayer time and you feel the presence of God, amen, I pray that you do put it to practice. Amen. The things that you've seen in me or seen in those, amen, that are leading to us, amen, putting it to practice, the things that you have learned, the things that you have read, amen, those things that says put them into practice. There are times, church, come on, that we leave church and we don't put them into practice. We go home and we're not putting ourselves or thinking about things that are excellent, praiseworthy. We're thinking about the situation that's current in our home right now. We're thinking about work. We're thinking about things that, that take us off what we should be putting our mind to. Come on. Some of us go home and we fight. Some of us go home today and you're going to cuss. Some of you, some of us, not here, maybe some out there, I don't know. Not here. But some of us come to church and we go out after church and we sin. And we don't put it into practice. Some of us get an attitude automatically. Instead of a, of a prayful attitude, we get an attitude attitude because we don't put things into practice. See, the things that you come here, it's not just sitting here. It's to learn and to put into practice. 
is to learn and to benefit from the things of God because if we put into practice the, the, the Word of God, then His Word becomes active in our lives, amen, and it becomes active in our lives, then it starts to build us, and when it starts to build us, church, then we start to stand up with the authority of believing God's Word and saying, I'm going to remain thankful no matter what hits my life because He is faithful, amen. If God be for me, who can come against me? And you start to quote the Word with power. Why? Because I'm putting it into practice. We've got to put it into practice. You want to be a different woman of God? Put it into practice. Want to be a better man of God? Put it into practice. Come on. Too many people talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. You walk in, yeah, and you walk out, yeah, yeah. What is that? pirate <laughs> I don't want to be a pirate I want to be a man of God I want to be a soldier in the kingdom of God I want to be a, a soldier that has a full armor of God amen come on I have the belt of truth I have the shoes of peace I have the breastplate of righteousness I take up amen that shield of faith I put on my helmet of salvation and I take up the sword of the spirit I'm a warrior for Jesus Come on, you got to see yourself as a man of God. You, you got to see yourself as a woman of God. Why? Because you put it into practice. And if I put it into practice, when things hit my life, I remain thankful. Why? Because I know who God is. I know that he's going to get me through this mess. Even messes that I cause, once I repent and get right, he's going to come and fix it for me. And he's going to show me where my mistake was. And, I, and, then, and then I learn from those mistakes. And I put into practice the word that I learned. And if you do those things, church, then we're going to remain thankful. In any situation. Through losses. Through battles. Through things that hit our life. We will remain thankful. I'm not going to. Just quit on Jesus. Come on, somebody. Listen, church. We shouldn't be jumping on the Jesus bus when everything's well. Come on. We need to be people that stay on the bus even if it gets bumpy. Come on. I don't like bumps, Pastor. Shut up. <laughs> Who likes bumps? Nobody likes bumps. Amen. Come on, but we got to stay on the bus. Come on, the bus sometimes goes cruising. The bus sometimes is cool. So the bus sometimes we get to see the things of God. We're, we're watching the things of God. We're looking out our window. We're seeing the beauty of God. We're seeing everything that, that he's made for us. He's showing us things, amen. But then the, the rum, then the bumps start coming, amen. And, and some of us, amen, once the bumps start, we pull over. I want to get off. Come on, you're laughing because some of it was you sometimes. Come on, oh, oh, no, I don't like that church no more. Oh, I hate the pastor. You know, ah, get me off this bus. Pull over. Come on, pull over. I want to get off on Sin Drive. I want to get off. Oh, I can go off on this, amen. No. Because you already know. You already have a street in mind. Come on, stay on the bus. I put on the seatbelt. 
As Pastor Randy says, the white knuckle drive. Right, I mean. Come on, I just hang on. Come on, right? The bus. Remember the old buses? They used to have handles in the front. Hang on. When it get a little rough and bumpy. We don't bail. We don't cry. Tell your neighbor, stay on the bus. Tell yourself, stay on the bus. Gotta stay on the bus. Come on, somebody. And we can stay on the bus if we simply what? Remain thankful. Always remain thankful. Because those bumps, amen, test your flesh. Your flesh. Your faith. Your faith. Your flesh. Come on. Flesh. You're full of flesh. <laughs> Come on. Those bumps test us sometimes to see what's in you. It tests you sometimes to see if you're still praying. It tests you sometimes if you're still reading. It tests you sometimes if you're still giving. Come on, it tests you on those bumps, amen. So it's not going to be smooth sailing all the time. We're going to face some bumps on the road, church. But we cannot bail on Jesus because Jesus is still the driver, church. Jesus is still in control of the bus, amen. Stay on the bus. Don't just jump on and say, come on, God, let's go forward. You're taking us. You're a good driver. He can handle the curves. He can handle the winds. He can handle the rain. He can handle whatever he's facing on that road as long as we stay on the bus and remain thankful. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. I don't like what I'm going through, but thank you, Lord. You're going to do something here. You're not going to leave me hanging. You never have. You never have. Has he? Come on, has, come on, I'll let you testify if he's let you hang him. I'll give glory to the devil here. God's been faithful. He's always been there. Has it been perfect? No. But he's been faithful. He's been good. He's always been there. We maybe not see him through those times because we were so focused on, on the situation and the storm and the battle and all this that was going around our lives at the time. We, didn't, we, didn't, we stopped focusing on the eternal because we know that this here in God is temporary. Right? Without God, that's your life. Without that, that becomes you. That's your storm. That's your, that's, that's your life, church. I don't focus on the scene, on those things that I see. I focus on the unseen. The things that are hitting my life that are no good, I look for the good in it. And I remain thankful to him. Because he's got me through time and time and time and time. Come on. The word of God says he does, he does it again and again and again and again. He's the same God yesterday, forever, today. He's, he's a good God. Maybe your life is not so good right now, but he's still good. Amen. And if you can turn those things that are going in your life that seem to be bad and wrong, look in the good. Because when you start to look in the good, then God starts to show you that good. And you start to see him in a better way. And you, you have a new perspective of the surroundings around you and the people that are around you. Because those people are really not against you. They're really for you. Who told you that? Who told you that sister don't like you? 
Who told you that brother don't like you? Who told you these things? Come on. The enemy's out there. Give him the blame. He's the accuser of the brethren. Blame the devil for the things that go on. He's the, he's the blame for the evil in our world. He's the blame for the attacks and shootings. He's the blame. It's not God. He's the blame. When you start to put the blame on the right person, then you can start to see the good things within people's lives. and the, the, You start to see things in a new way, trusting God. Church, there, there are, we are going to go through a life of trials and storms and battles. It's part of life. But if you learn to fight these battles now, you'll learn to fight those other battles ahead of you. Come on. There'll be other giants that we face. There'll be other lions and bears that we face in our walk with God. But if we remain thankful, we know that he is faithful. And we'll get through that battle. It's not going to be fun, but let me tell you, you'll come out better. You'll come out stronger. Now, I don't know about you. I come out more thankful. Because he's a good God. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Let's all stand up. Thank mm-hmm. you.